Welcome in to the All Talk Podcast. This is your host, Jeffrey Woodruff. Today is Thursday, April 30th in Dallas, Texas. We are back in the His A. Feels great to be back in the Big D, right back in time for it to just be ungodly miserably hot outside so that's something to look forward to uh for all us dallas residents down here but there is some hope at the end of the tunnel we are potentially getting our lives a little bit more back to normal we've got some restaurants some bars that are opening up come may 1st friday may 1st that whoa already in may april really uh flew by for us but bars and restaurants are opening with sort of a limited headcount, how many people can be in the building at once, how long can they be there. Uh, so that gives some people, you know, some some new options for them to get out and do on the weekends. So potentially our, our quarantine days may be coming to an end. I will say that we are not going to be doing Bar of the Week until we can fully get down into it, until I can fully make a recommendation that that you listeners can go out without pause, get down, get dirty. Whenever Bar of the Week comes back around, that that's going to be very exciting, getting us back to our roots. But other than that, we've we've had a pretty good week since we've last spoken, so a decent amount going on in our world. Obviously, headlines still coming through. Coronavirus is just still doing a bunch of stuff. The government told us that UFOs are officially real, so that's exciting, although no one really cared, which is pretty funny to see. And let's be honest, I think we all kind of had an idea that something was out there. We've all seen enough of those videos on Twitter. I've gotten down a couple of Twitter UFO wormholes before, and it's a scary place to go. But we've also got some good sports stuff going on, and I promise you that this is not going to be another chock-full sports episode, even though I could easily do that if I wanted to. Uh, But we've had some good stuff coming out. I think next month, slated in there for next month, is the Tiger Woods, Peyton Manning versus Phil Mickelson, Tom Brady 2v2 golf matchup. I think they're going to be doing some sort of pay-per-view thing, maybe on TNT for that. Either way, that sounds awesome. I'm incredibly excited for that to happen. I'm definitely rooting for Tiger and Peyton 100%. Phil and Tom, they can suck it. That duo sucks. Not really. I I respect them both. Uh, We also had episodes three and four of The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary, the 1998 Chicago Bulls documentary, drop this past Sunday. We've got a couple of more episodes coming our way this weekend as well. And if you have not started that episode or that documentary, excuse me, it's it's well worth your time. ESPN did a fantastic job on it. They uncovered so much just random old footage that was just really enlightening, hilarious, and just cool to watch. Uh, so I highly, highly recommend The Last Dance. That's the 98 Chicago Bulls documentary. Uh, again, it's I think it's you just log into ESPN, and it's right there. So no reason to pay for it or anything like that. The NFL draft also wrapped up over last week and weekend. That was a great NFL draft. Uh, even though it was all virtual, I think it gave us a little bit more insight to like the lives of the head coaches and stuff like that. So that was great. Worth Blackman and I actually put out an NFL draft special 
that came out this past Tuesday. Worth and I covered all 32 teams. It, it was a beast, but it was a fun time. Shout out Worth again for taking the time to come on and, and break down a lot of those guys with me that got drafted this past weekend. Really good stuff. Uh, I got a lot of good feedback on that one. So excited to be able to sort of purge my sports uh, need to discuss earlier this week. Um, so some good stuff in the sports weekend, uh, but we also have just a fantastic episode 17. Woo! We're getting close to 20, folks. And with my projections, if if the math checks out, I have since taken one week off when I was on lake time. Thank you, Matthew Kaler, for reminding all of us of that. One week off. I'm doing one episode per week. This is 17. I'm At some point, I'm going to be taking off another week. I'm allotting myself two off weeks throughout the entirety of this year. I know. It, it's insane that I'm giving myself that much leeway, but I am. So we are probably going to be looking at 50 episodes total for the year. And beyond that, who knows? Who knows if this is going to continue on to 2021. It might. It might not. We shall see. But we have a great episode 17 coming your way. Kevin McCliney, the world record holder for the most consecutive days eating slash going to Chick-fil-A is joining us today. I haven't had Chick-fil-A in a hot sec, but it is an awesome conversation with Kevin. Uh, we need to get Google to update some of their headlines in there uh, and, and crowning Kevin as the rightful champion, the rightful world record holder to the Chick-fil-A consecutive days. Uh, he rightfully deserved that. We get into all sorts of things there. We get back into a quick masterclass recap. This week, listen to Howard Schultz, the Former chairman and CEO of Starbucks, he talked a lot about entrepreneurship and also taking advantage of your early work time, so work during your 20s into your 30s and how to make the most out of that. And then, of course, we will get everyone squared away looking into the weekend with a little bit of weekend weather. Alrighty, let's hop right on into the show. Okay, welcoming on a incredibly special guest, one of the most special guests that I think in our tenured history over here at the All Talk Pod have had, and that's in the one and only Kevin McCliney, also known as the unofficial, official world record champion holder for the most consecutive days is it eating Chick-fil-A or just like going to Chick-fil-A? Well, eating Chick-fil-A because it started to include Sundays. But I appreciate you having me. I Those are very kind words and <laughs> mean a lot coming from such an established podcast. And I'm lucky to be here. But Well, Kevin, I, I'd also like to thank you for your ongoing support. You've been, you've been uh, one of our guys that we've had in the corner for quite some time. So uh, I'll reverse that thank you back over to you. <laughs> Uh, and you're obviously probably on quite the media blitz. If unless this is the one kicking you off, I'm sure plenty of people are dying to talk about what all went into your journey, your 100 day plus journey to have Chick Fil A every day, and and that's what we're getting in on. And and I think that's a good place to start. So, where did you hear? Or first of all, when did it start? 
this year. And when did you hear about it? When did you decide that this was a challenge that you were going to take on? Um, so actually back in December when Mark Mendenhall, the uh, former record holder out of San Diego, was when he finally uh, was crowned, I guess, Mm-hmm. There was a meme going around of this middle-aged San Diego man saying the new unofficial world record holder for consecutive days at Chick-fil-A, and it was 114, and I had a few people send it to me, which kind of told me that uh, I eat Chick-fil-A a little too much already. You're the Chick-fil-A uh, guy. Yeah, oh yeah, I mean, it's on my way to work, I don't cook, and it's consistently good. I mean... Every time you go to Chick-fil-A, and I've kind of gone into just like a pigeonhole where I literally just get a spicy chicken sandwich meal every single time. So I'm totally behind you. If if there was one like chain that I would have to go to every single day, Chick-fil-A has got to be up there in like the top three, I would say. And you could include like Chipotle in that, but I feel like that's kind of cheating. And also probably- I don't think Chipotle's fast food is too healthy. Yeah, I agree. So the San Diego guy, uh, people are sending you memes about his accomplishments and something switches in your head and you're just like, all right, it's go time. I, I believe I made a joke to my brother-in-law who was one of the people to send it to me and saying I probably eat there 100 out of 114 days anyway. <laughs> and that was kind of a challenge to me. And so I initially set out to start was late December. I thought New Year's resolution would be perfect. And I made it there January 1st and documented that as day one. And when I went back on the app and looked at my uh, my receipts, I guess I had gone there New Year's Eve too. So that was kind of one day ahead. There's a bonus um, day. Yeah, bonus day. But these are all bonus days at this point. I'm still going. <laughs> oh, you're still going. I, I, I get to break a world record every day. I mean, there's not many people <laughs> that get to say that. Wait, so what day – so 114 was the previous record holder. What day are you on today as we're recording this, Wednesday, April 29th, 2020? Today was 121. Ooh. I My plan was to go for 115, but people kept bringing up a few discrepancies. Like he didn't eat Sundays, so they were wondering, oh, what if they tell you that it doesn't count because – you didn't have enough days because you were including Sundays, but to me, right. consecutive means consecutive, not consecutive asterisk. Right. And so I, I kind of have it in me to at least pass where I guess 114 days that the stores open, which is out about three weeks. But wow. I have been changing up the times that I've been going because I got to know the morning staff really well. <laughs> and uh, I, I mean, they're great, but I've been going in the afternoon. It doesn't feel like a chore anymore, so I'm right. starting to eat it for pleasure again. It was, I mean, for that 115 days, it was not for pleasure. I didn't get sick of it because I wasn't going there for that. It was just checking a box off my to-do list. Right. Just some, just part of your morning routine. So, like, let's rewind to, like, day 50 or something, somewhere in, like, the heat of the stretch where you're going and basically you're sort of in this, like, limbo where you've been doing it for like 50 60 days but you also have like an equal amount of days to go ahead walk me through monday through friday how were you checking it off were you grabbing lunch were you going for dinner what was your go-to during, so the, during week? the week it was always 
on the way to work, I would grab a chicken burrito or chicken minis. Those were the two I rotated between in phases for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And a couple days when I would not be feeling it for whatever reason, I would come for lunch and get some nuggets. And that would be a great way to send me back into the office. But at the beginning, the first probably 10 days, really first month, I was telling everyone that I was doing this and everyone just started to take it as a joke that's getting old. And yeah. so at that point I kind of started keeping it to myself, but I thought the hardest days were like days 20 to 30 when it felt like, Oh, I'm about to get to a whole month. And then all of a sudden I realized that I have to do this four more times. <laughs> that During those days, I actually was in New York city when this is when I thought I Actually, I'll rewind. I thought I first, was going to first lose it one like first Saturday I had been out mm-hmm. um, and realizing I had to get a meal for Sunday too. It was like nine o'clock at a bar in Waldo. Yeah. And I realized what I hadn't done yet today, which was get my two meals. The most so important, the most important thing you have to do. Yeah. I don't know how it slipped that late, but I had to Uber from that bar in Waldo to Chick-fil-A to get my two meals from su- for Sunday, Uber to my house, and then Uber back to the bar. And that really, I mean, I, I was having an anxiety attack. I thought, yeah. I'm, I mean, it, I'm telling everyone I'm going to do this, and all of a sudden I'm bombing within the first couple of days. It's, it's, I'm ridiculous. Oh my God. So you on Saturdays, so you're including Sundays and we're not going to get into it too much, but Chick-fil-A at some point needs to rethink that they're closed on Sunday ordeal because I can speak for pretty much every single person in the world that you crave Chick-fil-A on Sundays, like incredibly hard, especially with like a nice mountain blue Powerade that they serve up or a lemonade. Sheesh. But you were getting your meals Saturday, so still like a chicken mini or a chicken burrito Saturday for your meal, and then Saturday at first I kept a cadence where that's where I would treat myself to like a full spicy chicken sandwich, large nice. fry, like a real Chick Fil A meal, mm-hmm. um, and that I my discipline with that slowly got worse, and I find myself eating chicken spicy chicken sandwiches like four days straight. <laughs> um, which on the uh, service doesn't sound that bad, but then when you're doing it for like months on end, I'm sure it gets a little right. like clogged up. That's why I had to stop wearing my Apple Watch around day 100. <laughs> I had started getting the high heart rate notifications out of nowhere, and it that's was scary. On that point, <laughs> so you would get your Saturday meal, and then you'd save one for Sunday. Just out of curiosity, how does Chick Fil A hold? Like, do, when you, were you heating them up? Or? I only got nuggets, and actually, upon Gadwood's rule, uh, shout out to Gadwood, by the way. He, uh, he's he been my biggest supporter throughout the whole thing. He got me out of bed when I was not trying to go, but I owe, I owe a shout out to him since I know this is a shout out friendly podcast. Oh, we're all about shout outs here. Let me reiterate that one. Nick Gadwood, shout out to you, my friend. He doesn't let us have a microwave in the house mm. for it's a long story, way too long, but it ended up being a toaster oven thing where I only get the nuggets. I didn't trust reheating bread or fries. Fries never reheat well. No, and never. Toaster oven, honestly, putting the nuggets back in there, they're better that second day. Really? Yeah. It was 
it was the best, the most I enjoyed it every week, probably because I knew I was the only one in the world with a few exceptions here and there. I was eating such a great, great meal on a Sunday. Not only have you experienced breaking a new world record every single day for the past handful of days, but you were also one of the lucky few human beings across the whole entire globe to be able to enjoy Chick-fil-A on a Sunday. Kevin McClaney, you are a very lucky man, I must say. Well, I'm, I'm just another guy, but <laughs> if anybody can get Chick-fil-A on Sundays if you employ the five P's, prior planning prevents poor performance. And uh, that's really what it came down to. It was... I, I know I just got to throw this in the drawer and there's a lot of Saturday nights where before midnight you want to get into it and nibble at it, at yeah. it. And I, really, I, I trust my roommates a lot more that they knew that that was there every Saturday and in whatever state they came home it was never something that I had to worry about losing that's just good camaraderie at the McClaney Johnson Gadwood household and that's something that you'll uh, remember about them for the rest of their lives so hats off to them for for keeping it up there uh, there's got to be a couple of times where you were just like in an airport or you were like on vacation or something over the past 100 and xyz days that you were cutting it close other than you getting drunk at a bar and almost forgetting about yeah, it. Yeah, that was like the first Saturday. And after that, I learned my lesson. It's like, I would do it right when I woke up. But actually, in the same time, like the 20 to 30 day range that mm -hmm. um, I mentioned, it was already feeling tough. And I was in New York City visiting a couple friends. And both of them are more health conscious, per se. So they were not necessarily discouraging, but they weren't my biggest fans throughout this. And I told them a couple times that I was going to ditch them if it came down to it and if I needed to get Chick-fil-A and finally we have we're walking back to their apartment to get ready that we're going to see a show on Broadway that we maybe had to leave at seven and this was five five thirty and I just peel off from them because I find one on the map and it's at NYU and it was right by there pretty close to their apartment so it would have worked out perfectly but that student union is like in the middle of a skyscraper that was impossible <laughs> to find only for me to find out that it was closed because it was Christmas break. And oh. so at that point, like I'm in a bit of a panic and I get on my phone and start looking for the nearest Chick-fil-A's and uh -huh. like the round trip, basically navigating the subway by myself and all of this. I, I mean, it's just totally different than Kansas city. Right. And, I had to make my way to about Times Square from when, where they were, which is not necessarily close, and walking up, just following my map, turn by turn, and I walk into this place, and it was like the Holy Grail by the time I got <laughs> there, and I waited there, grabbed my food. I always do the mobile order, by the way. You get mobile order? This, always mobile order. That is the best part of the experience. Can you can you access the drive through as mobile order only like inside pickup that you have to go in? You can do drive like so. I like to get in there at like outside of peak rush hour or like mm -hmm. peak lunch hours or really eight to ten, and that's when I would be getting leaving to work typically. So I started going at like six thirty, and it got me out of bed earlier because it's just way less of a crowd and 
you roll up to the drive-thru window, tell me if a mobile order and it's ready for you. But whenever the drive-thru is backed up, if you do a mobile order for carry out, then mm -hmm. you, if you time it right, which is like a couple minutes before you actually get there and say, I'm here. Yeah. They met me at the door with my orders like a, a few times. They were great to me. It was, I mean, chick yeah, Chick-fil-A customer service and their staff is unparalleled. So it, it, again, another great choice by you to attack Chick-fil-A for, for this record holder and this journey that you've been on. Uh, you mentioned that you knew some of the early morning staffers. Did you know yeah. them? Did they know you on a first name basis? Yeah, it's kind of one time the, it was kind of funny. I was kind of embarrassed for that attention, but I, uh, now their mobile order they'll do a curbside deal where you go in there and type in your parking number and they bring it out and mm -hmm. they have their intercoms are running it like a well-oiled machine out there <laughs> as you would expect i know they've truly adapted and it goes it reiterates why i chose chick-fil-a again but uh some girl that she doesn't typically work in that group asked if there was a mobile order for kevin and i just hear someone Ashton, he's a great dude. He was always looking for conversation. He was excited to see me. He was rooting for me. But he just looks at her, of course we have a mobile order for Kevin. <laughs> it, They're just scolding the new girl on the ship for not knowing who Kevin is. Oh, I hope not. I, they, I mean, they were all, they all thought it was hilarious once I started doing it. And on day 100, they tried to give me free food but i had already used the points that i had accumulated to uh -huh. pay for the meal but starting my day out with them like they're always energized like it was like an espresso shot yeah did you ever get like any coffee or anything from chick-fil-a while you were there did you okay here's a question so we hit on chicken minis chicken burritos spicy chicken sandwiches did you ever venture out? I'm not even sure how extensive Chick-fil-A's menu even is. I know they've got some salads on there. Did you ever go to the salad route? Um, they have chicken strips, but I'm a big routine eater. and mm -hmm. Well, this I, worked out well. I'd rather buy something that I know I'm going to love than you know risk a meal that might be trash. But apparently their headquarters in Atlanta has a secret menu. Hmm. And as a Chick-fil-A Red member, apparently I get access for five to their to a visit for their headquarters. Not fully funded, but if I'm in Atlanta, I get five people to come. And I I know they have a lot more creative things on the menu, but I just they keep it simple. I didn't know sauce the whole time too. Wow. What, yeah. What's the What's the reasoning behind that? I thought it was a testament to their product. Sauces are really there to you know, fill any gaps in flavor. And I think Chick-fil-A is consistently quality. I think the, like, VP, president, you know, that whole entire corporate group would really appreciate you skipping out on the sauce just as a testament to their breading, their spices that they're including in there. Uh, have you had the Popeye's chicken sandwich before? I have not. I uh, And it hasn't really been a political position per se I, <laughs> i'm not against it i just really since that's been out i've been on the chick-fil-a kick and i've been trying right. to avoid two fried chicken meals a day Probably on that. i mean how much better are pizza rolls than fried chicken when True. it comes down 
man, that's been my diet. <laughs> Kevin, you're still looking as lean and mean as ever. So you're, you're able to burn that, uh, those cows off pretty well. I will say I've had the, uh, the Popeye's chicken sandwich, I think one time. Yeah, just one time. Granted, I was slightly hungover and it was one of those hangovers that like trickled all the way into Saturday evening. And I just was never really right for the day. And I had it and the Popeye sandwich did definitely did not help out my hangover at that point. But I, I'm still wholeheartedly in the Chick-fil-A camp uh, just on overall taste and quality. And the customer service. I keep going back to it. They're always, whether they're faking it or not, they always are excited to see you. They would meet me at my door with my orders that I would go in there and order a 12 count nugget and they'd give me 20. I was <laughs> Kevin, you're literally a Chick-fil-A hero for that, for that one branch. Was that like your one, your go-to store, obviously the one close to you. Did you ever frequent another one commonly? So there was an awkward time period. Really? I didn't tell them what I was doing until about day 80. And so it was like the, oh yeah, we know you, but like you're here every day kind of thing. Yeah. During that time, like I would either rotate between going at different shifts so that like I didn't have to deal with that awkward (laughs) change. Right. uh, So I'd drive way out of the way to another one over Mm -hmm. by like Mission North. I don't even know the cross streets, but uh, that's really the only time I ever won. So you're both loyal to Chick-fil-A and that branch. I appreciate that. Most trafficked in Kansas City. Yeah. <laughs> drive through in the world, I, would, I might put them up for. For what? The most efficient drive through in the world. Chick-fil-A is literally just checking so many boxes for you on a global perspective. Sundays. They need to make breakfast until noon on Sundays. I also think my one thing request for them is they remove pickles from the sandwiches. Are, are yeah. you are you a fan of the pickles? I am. I, I typically like to keep the, the pickles yeah, on the sandwich. I've ever heard say that. They make the bun soggier. They make the, uh, the whole sandwich just kind of wet. I like the taste of pickles, dude. Don't knock me for that. They can... Well, Here's another compromise. Just like your Sunday, they should serve breakfast till Sunday or, or till noon on Sunday. They should just start tossing the pickles on the side. Do you not like pickles like at all? No, I like good pickles, but I feel like there's just kind of, I don't know. Most people I know get the pickles removed. I don't want to insult anything about their operations. I, I would just say it might save them their bottom line if they cut back on the pickle expense and make it a free add-on yeah and and honestly who knows if if they're made per yeah purchasing less pickles over the course of an entire year for all of chick-fil-a's restaurants you see an immediate impact on the bottom line that's a great point right. and and <clears throat> i'm also curious to see so you put out a video on your instagram so for your for everyone's record you documented it how? Every day, my first fight, I would just take a one-second video and number and date. And I compiled that into a video, which it was perfect. The cadence was set perfectly to um, the 500 Miles song by The Pretenders. And <laughs> it was beautiful. And I posted that at first, and Instagram took it down for copyright infringement. 
and I was pretty set off at that point because I am not a videographer or any sort of expert in that field and it took forever to begin with (laughs) so I had to make some changes and you know I'm disappointed in Instagram for that kind of Wiping, of- yeah, the wipe wiping of content that obviously I, came out and it was perfect. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm struggling through it too. I, I thankfully have not been wiped yet. I'm probably planning on posting that video so at some point too. So who knows? Maybe that'll be my first uh, run in with Instagram taking down some of my stuff. I mean, lawsuits are great publicity, and you know what they say about publicity? There's no such bad thing as publicity. Any pub- <laughs> exactly. What is it? Bashar Breland might say otherwise right now. That's very topical and timely today, Kevin. I appreciate that. It might be a soft spot. Um, and you also have record of all your purchases via the Chick-fil-A app as well. Yeah. So how far that would backdate on my phone, but I didn't know if anyone would challenge the integrity of it. So I made sure every app was through the order which there were some days it was tough to not just be lazy and get the delivery for twice the price. Yeah. But that's why I went there every day. I knew if I get audited, I'm, this is all legit. Yeah. <laughs> they can go video by video and I'll tell you when and where it was recorded, what time. You've got the paper trail to back you up. So next steps, I mean, you're still on your kick right now. Are you planning on... So this last guy, the San Diego guy, he was like on all sorts of different media outlets. When does the uh, when does the roadshow start? Obviously, after your kickoff with us today. Well, I mean, I figured I'd, I I want to start with the All Talk podcast for that press tour, and travel plans are a little hampered at the moment. And there's a lot of important things in the news. There's more important stories so if it comes it comes that's that wasn't my intention i just i didn't i thought i had put away the dream of breaking a world record long ago when Mm -hmm. i realized that it didn't i didn't seem to excel at anything to that level and uh so it was more of a pride thing i told so many people i was gonna do it and i just had to show that i'm good on my word and that's really exactly what any really person should be striving to get to is is that goal to where you can say something, you can set a goal that you're wanting to achieve. And then you get to day 114, 115, I guess in this case, and you're able to check that goal off the to-do list. How, how did you feel after uh, coming back or I guess making your final purchase? Did you feel any wave of satisfaction or, or weight off your shoulders? Definitely a weight off my shoulders. It was now I get to do something like it, it was a way in a way that pleasure of Chick-fil-A had been taken away from me for so long that I when I got through the finish line I realized that I haven't really gone here to like enjoy it in a long time right been part of my agenda and so I like day 116 really it was the most enjoyable I've had there in a long long time it, are you gonna do so are you going to do any sort of like Chick-fil-A purge where you don't go for a couple months or my people? Yeah, true. That's very true. 15 days isn't a short number, short amount of time. It's not. Truly, I don't cook and I, it's the most convenient, quickest option near me. 
if you were to do any other restaurant, I guess, is there any other thing or looking back on your journey over the past 100 days that you would have switched up like in the beginning? Or did you feel like your consistent order of chicken minis or going for breakfast worked out well for you? I definitely like going for breakfast because once I started getting up, a lot of times was the first person there. Mm-hmm. And that just to get it off my to-do list towards the end, like when it True. started really feeling like a chore, felt so good to do that early. And so when this coronavirus stuff started going down, I was genuinely concerned that I didn't know how far it was going to stretch. And so during that, when things were unfolding, I there was another panic and I, it motivated me to get out of bed earlier than I probably would have because mm-hmm. we're working from home now. They just announced until at least June 1st. Ooh. Yeah. So Kansas got the extendo on the... Just company specific. Okay, company specific. Got it. Um, yeah, and God, uh, you had to have been extremely concerned when all this Corona stuff started happening because that would have been that would have put us like right in the middle of March. So you would have been way deep into it at that point. Could you imagine if they just closed down? If they closed down Chick Fil A, I had people texting me like, "Bro, are they going to close it down?" Like, <laughs> and it's it's like. Being a being a free agent in the NFL, you got all your boys texting you. Where like, are you gonna get picked up? Like, what's happening? Or in the MLB, any of these sports right now? Like, I have this question I'm already asking myself in my head that's already stressing me out. And now I get all these reminders coming in on my phone. Yeah, in the world, and I mean, I'm very thankful that they adapted. And honestly, I I like this model better. I know it's not sustainable because. They got to open the store back up at some point, but this curbside is great. The fire. And they all, they have that mask, they, like the full face mask. Yeah. The They're- full face shield. I mean, and like you ride up order. I need to download the Chick-fil-A app. I Chick-fil-A has been like my go-to like airport meal, like Chick-fil-A in an airport. If I see it there, like I'm automatically getting Chick-fil-A there. So I need to look into getting the app and I might just have to test out this curbside thing before they open back up again. Uh, Truly. I mean, I always would like going in there before this and you just do the takeout and it would always come quickly. And I rarely would go through the drive-through then, but this, the app for the rewards, like the, I paid for pro or I one in every five meals I'd say was free just because they have such a great point system. Mm-hmm. I'm a red member now. It's, and that lasts till like August of 2021. So. And next time you're, and next time you're in hot Atlanta, you can go to the Chick-fil-A headquarters <laughs> with a squad of five. Yeah. Once, uh, once the world opens back up again, maybe I don't, I can't even get my hopes up about that one. That's very true. Well, um, Kevin, I appreciate your time uh, and you coming on. And of course, congratulations with with not only breaking a world record, we need to get this to like some sort of publication somehow, because I'm sick and tired of seeing that San Diego dude come up on uh, the Google results when I mean, he's a great competitor, all respect to him. He challenged me and he gave me a goal. But uh, I appreciate you having me on. I've I've been a fan from the beginning. I and it's an honor to be here. I'm glad to kick off this press tour with you. Yeah, well, well, we appreciate it. Uh, I did a little uh, Kansas City weekend weather preview on this episode. 
how are you spending your your weekend in Kansas City? You guys have got some great weather on Friday and Saturday. I know. I saw 85 on Saturday. I, I'll just be outside at this point. Like, there's so few options, and you just the sun's coming out, and it's not a work day. Something just, outside. I know Gadwood's going to the lake, and so I'll be home alone, but I'll maybe break some social distancing rules. Ooh, bad boy. Yeah. I, uh, I got to do something, though. We got two nice days, and it's been rainy this past week, so I who knows? Well, and, and it's a good weekend to sort of get that early uh, sunburn out of the way, too, if, if you're looking to get bronzed up for the summer as well. See, I've never had any sort of color on my skin. I, I burn, peel, stay white, but I only burn once a summer. I just don't get any darker no matter how much time I spend in the sun. I'm sorry, Kevin. One of one of the favorite things that I look forward to is just getting nice and bronzed for the for the oh, summer. Sure. Right? So for that, you owe her after that great birthday gift. That's true. That was a great birthday gift. Uh, shout out Maddie again for that birthday gift. All time video. Um, well, again, thanks, Kevin. I appreciate your time. Thank you for spending your Wednesday evening with us over here at the All Talk Pod. And make sure that you put something out and, and let everyone know maybe when the streak has been broken because I think all of us communally will not only celebrate your achievement, but also mourn what has come to an end. Yeah. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of things, external forces that would have to get in the way of me breaking it at this point, but who knows? Never say never. It was great catching up with you. I uh, look forward to the next time I get to see you in person. Yeah. You know what? Hopefully I'll be able to find myself back in Kansas city. I don't know whenever all this stuff calms down, but again, thanks again, uh, Kevin. Appreciate your support uh, by being one of our, one of our longstanding friends of the show. Okay. We are revisiting our new Seggy from episode 15. Yeah, it was episode 15, birthday week. God, I won't see it for another 50 weeks or something. I'm so sad. Birthday week, uh, we did a little masterclass episode, and for those who may not know or may not be familiar with what masterclass is, is it is an app. Uh, you can download it on your phone, iPad, you know, wherever, and it is a paid subscription. I think right now they are running a special to where if you download an annual subscription, you're also able to gift that uh, to another individual. So if you want to beat the system a little bit here, here's here's a little trick for you. Just split the first subscription with your roommate or, you know, your significant other, whoever would also enjoy a subscription to Masterclass. And then you kind of get the second subscription for free. So... Maybe I should teach a master class on how to cheat master class, but I will not do that. Uh, either way, master class, uh, for those who may not know, is basically a collection of like top industry exper- experts in their field. So you've got people like Steph Curry teaching basketball, Gordon Ramsay, for example, who we ran through a couple of weeks ago. He taught us how to make the world's most delicious, mm, creamy, scrambled eggs. Is my Gordon Ramsay impression. And this week, we are going to go over Howard Schultz. So I listened to his lessons, and he is the former CEO and chairman of Starbucks. A lot of experience uh, over at Starbucks. He actually started there when there was only 13 stores back in 87. 
but he talks through business leadership uh, and entrepreneurship and also how to sort of leverage your time in your early 20s, getting into your 30s, when you may be making the switch to sort of a corporate environment into an entrepreneurial spirit. Wow, that's a big word that I just got out correctly. And he basically talks through how he was able to sort of develop Starbucks with, again, no formal business education. He doesn't have an MBA. He grew up in public housing as a child, and he was able to grow Starbucks into the multi-country global empire that it is today. They have over 250,000 employees, and he had a lot of really, really good points and applicable points, I think, uh, that our listeners have, especially because so much of us fall into that 23, I used to be 23 a few weeks ago, I'm not bitter about that, to 28-year-old range. And he basically starts off and really gets into it and explaining how great of a time we are in today. So in 2020, in the modern day, basically technology has given us such a great platform that we're really able to begin a business or any sort of venture fairly easily. And a perfect example of that is the All Talk Pod. I mean, really all it took for me to get a podcast started was spending some money on the equipment, so a microphone, and that's really just a choice that I made. And then, of course, uh, sinking some money into the intro song because that song was flame. So I spent some money there on the equipment as well. But technology allowed me to basically download a couple of apps, and I'm able to broadcast all of my stuff for free onto Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That's my Spotify podcast ad impersonation. But Howard basically explains how technology has given entrepreneurs the ability to create their businesses at a much more efficient level than any time in the past has been. And he also explains how consumers have the ability to do so much more research on products, get exposure to new products in different industries, different markets. And now is just a great time to jump in to your idea, jump into your business that you may have been holding on to. And he explains that you do not want to look back in 20 or 30 years and think, you know, I had this fantastic idea. Why did I not start that podcast that would have whooped Jeff's ass? Don't do that, please. I'm begging you. But take the time to obviously plan out your business, plan out your idea, whatever you're wanting to pursue. But if you need any extra motivation, be motivated by the fact that you have the ability at your fingertips to create that business, to create that podcast, to create that blog, whatever it may be right now, and to take advantage of something that people in previous generations really didn't have the ability to do. And if you're not there yet, if you don't have that idea that's just waiting and you don't have those solid business plans to say, hey, I'm going to jump in and start whatever XYZ idea that I want to do. He also explains Howard does. I feel like I can be on a first name basis with him at this point. Howard explains that curiosity in your current position, whether that be at a large organization or a smaller one, is still a great way to continue to prepare yourself if you want to take that step into entrepreneurship. And he explains that curiosity is such a great way to continue to learn while you're on the job. So 
asking questions that maybe fall outside of your day-to-day tasks, being curious about your company's, your current company's culture, and learning from that company. So identifying what they do well on a day-to-day basis, how they're making their decisions, and how they're doing things differently than others in the industry. Because at some point, ultimately, when you may decide to begin your own company, you need to have some of that solidified knowledge, some experience from working at an organization, obviously, because at some point, that company that you may be at right now was just a small startup, and they were able to grow to the point where they hired your bum butt, and you're just sitting here listening to the All Talk Pod while you're on duty. Shame on you. No, actually, there's never any shame for listening to the All Talk Pod, especially episode 17. So it goes on to mention that really, even if you're in a job, so your first job out of college, and you may not be sure of the career path you're on, the industry that you're in, it may not be a long-term thing for you, but dragging your feet at that job and just going through the motions is a total waste of your time because what you can be doing, again, is being curious, trying to find ways to reach what you are interested in, potentially in that same organization, and asking questions to your company, to older people at your company is a great way to do that. He goes on to tell a story about how at some meeting, I could only imagine what a big company Starbucks meeting would be like, but he mentions how a 25, 26-year-old out of the supply chain department, shout out all my supply chain majors out there, sort of caught his attention because that individual, 25, 26-year-old in supply chain was asking a question at this company-wide meeting or maybe department-wide meeting, and it had nothing to do with supply chain. That individual was just curious about it. He had a general interest in the company, how things worked, and if Howard was talking about that on his master class, obviously that made an impression on him, and he's since seen that individual sort of leapfrog and jump over people for promotions within the company. So Stay curious at your job, ask questions where you can, even if you know that you may not be at that company long term or the rest of your life, you have a great opportunity to learn about the ins and outs of business, understanding what may work for some companies and what may not for others. And then of course, if you find it at some point in your life that you're wanting to start a business yourself or start a platform yourself then you at least have some of that base knowledge to go off of. So it's incredibly important to be aware of the position you're at in today and make sure that you're setting yourself up for the future. If that time were to ever come where you start the next Apple or start the next All Talk podcast, doubt it, never going to happen, one of a kind. But overall, I've, I've actually got a couple more lessons to go. So Masterclass, it's, it's broken out into like specific little chunks or lessons is what they call them. And this will probably be a two-parter because he gets into some more uh, market penetration and uh, some other stuff along those lines. But I thought it was a really topical episode. If you have Masterclass, definitely encourage you to check out the Howard Schultz one talking about business leadership. Next week, in a couple of weeks, we may wrap this one up. I'm actually on a dry week right now, but there is a good section on mixology that I think we may whip up a couple of cocktails on the pod together. So we have got a lot more Masterclass coming your way. Okay, let's 
get you on into it. The weekend is right around the corner, especially if you're a Friday listener. If you are a Friday listener, then you are counting down the hours into your weekend Thursdayers. Just hang tight. One more day, maybe day and a half, depending if you're getting around to this quite early. We shall see. And and if anyone wasn't sure just logistically when these came out, it's like 6 a.m. on Thursday mornings. I'm not waking up at 6 a.m. I just put a, a little self-timer on the distribution platform. Allows me to put it out at that time. So Fridayers, you are right around the corner. Thursdayers, be tough. Be tough about it. We are almost there in Dallas, Texas. We are looking at a beaut of a weekend. A little on the hot side, I must admit. Friday, high of 89, not bad. Saturday, high of 89. Both of those days are going to be mostly sunny. And then Sunday looks like a scorcher, totally sunny, not a cloud in the sky. And we are getting up to 95 degrees. So Dallas, Texas, make sure you are applying your SPF 100. Avoid that early burn or tough it out, get it out of the way. Either go SPF 100 or just don't do anything at all. Maybe put some tanning oil on to really maximize the burn this weekend, especially on Sunday when we're getting up to 95 degrees. Again, this is we're waning down. We're getting into our last, hopefully, few quarantine weekends. So just hang tight. Let's continue to social distance as much as we can. Last week, I participated in a little social distancing barbecue. We were all set up in our lawn chairs about, I would say, five and a half to six feet apart. It may not have been the full regulation of six foot, uh, but I was able to meet a new puppy, Brooks the Golden Doodle. Find him on Instagram. He's the cutest dog of all time. Uh, But a nice little barbecue could not go better this weekend. Saturday, again, it looks like a great day for that. Get some sun. Get that early burn out of the way. Same thing for Kansas City. I'm sh- I'm doing Kansas City in the weekend weathers now just because such a big old base of my great listeners hails from Kansas City, resides in Kansas City. So shout out Kansas City. That's where I come from. A Kansas City boy who found his way down to Dallas and started this podcast. But Kansas City, we are looking at a beautiful weekend for you as well, especially on Friday and Saturday. Well, Really only on Friday and Saturday. Saturday, high of 78. That's perfect. I think 78 is probably my ideal temperature. Sometimes sunny and 75 feels fantastic, but if you get some breeze, then you'd want to kick it up a couple of degrees. So you have got that. 78 and sunny on Friday. Get out and enjoy it. Saturday looks like a great opportunity to paste up or to tan up those pasty thighs, 84 degrees and sunny in Kansas City on Saturday, and then you're able to wind down your weekend. I'm actually quite jealous of this. Potentially some thunderstorms rolling into Kansas City on Sundays. I love a nice thunderstormy Sunday because not not like I have anything to do in quarantine uh, right now. I, I don't have any excuses to get out of the apartment or get off the couch. But a nice thunderstorm rolling in on your Sunday really just doubles down that you're not doing anything that day, except maybe a mid-afternoon shower, because I'm going to plug myself on Twitter real quick, at Jeffy Wood. If you are taking Sunday afternoon showers, 
So, I don't know, 3 to 5 o'clock on Sunday, especially during like a nice summer day. Maybe you've been out, worked up a little sweat, we're sitting in front of the grill, got some smoke on your clothes. You pop into the shower and you jump out. AC is booming. The sun is still shining. That's one of the ultimate moments on a Sunday that you can achieve. So Dallas, Texas, this is actually a really solid weekend for a mid-afternoon rinse off, a mid-afternoon shower, get into it. But Kansas City, Dallas, either way, we are turning that corner, looking into some beautiful weather coming our way. Pool season is pretty much here uh, for Dallas, Texas. Kansas City, you've probably got a little bit longer to go. And if you are in a city, of course, that's listening. We've got listeners all over the globe, which is why I love each and all of you so much. But if you want me to tackle your city's weather, maybe provide a couple of uh, good ways that you're able to spend your weekends in whatever city that you come from. We've done it for Chicago before. New York has also sent that in. Honestly, New York, that sucks that you guys are getting hit so hard by Rona. But hopefully that's all coming to an end. But either way, if you want your city's weather red, Provide me a couple of things to do in your city that weekend, and we can definitely get it on the show for that week. But until next week, thank you all so much again for listening, for tuning in the All Talk Podcast episode number 17. It was an absolute hoot. I'm glad I was able to share it with each and every one of you. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to tell a friend about the All Talk Pod. But most importantly, get out and enjoy your weekend. Each and every one of you deserve to have a great weekend. Get that early sunburn out of the way this summer and uh, get bronzed up. But we will see you next week. Love you all. Mm